Hello everyone, you're listening to the Belladance Live podcast. I'm your host Jana Komarnitska and I'm thrilled to share a new portion of dance inspiration with you. If you are a new listener, welcome to the show. Don't forget to subscribe and receive automatic updates about our new episodes. And if you are our regular listener, welcome back. Please leave your reviews on whichever app you're listening. They really help me promote the show and spread awareness about Belladance art form. Plus, I really like hearing back from you. On this note, let's get to our today's episode. I know you want to take your ballad and passion and bring more of it into your daily life. And this can go way beyond just dance training itself. Stop hiding your inner dancer from the world and choose your favorite item from my inner dancer collection. Mine is definitely a cropped Doom Doom Duck hoodie. If you follow my IG stories, you see it appearing there quite frequently. I'm curious what would be your favorite item, from hoodies and sport bras to notebooks and cute mugs, inspired by Belladance, created for life. Find the entire collection at myinnerdancer.com and reveal your dance passion to the world. And there is a special offer for our listeners. Use promo code PODCAST to receive 10% off your order. Also, there is a free worldwide shipping offered by My Inner Dancer. So, promo code PODCAST for 10% off, free shipping, and joy of revealing your Inner Dancer to the world. Check out myinnerdancer.com, link in the show notes. Are you ready for a quick solo episode with me? Oh, well, not that quick, but uh, shorter than our usual interviews. In any case, I wanted to chat with you about frustrations of training uh, process and when we work and practice and don't see results much. And that can be very frustrating. Actually, the idea of our today's episode came up in a appeared in my mind during one of our recent intensives at the Yonadens Clubs. Then for five weeks we were focusing on belly rolls and belly flutters. And some people saw immediate improvements and different uh, results in their technique. And some people for a long time didn't see any changes or saw very, very minor changes. And we kept talking with members of the Yonadens Club of what is normal, what is not normal, what is to expect, why this is happening, etc. And uh, how to overcome kind of the frustration of not seeing immediate results. So even if we're talking about five weeks, it's still kind of immediate, although it's a long time too. But uh, we kept talking and uh, when I was discussing this subject with them, I realized that hmm, it's actually cool to share uh, with bigger audience here at the Baladins Live podcast and it may be useful for many of you too. So that's why I decided to record this solo episode gathering all ideas that uh, came in my mind, to my mind or during our discussions uh, with the members of the club who literally went through this kind of experience of trying to overcome the block in their technique or improvements of their technique. And by the way, the intensive that I mentioned is actually 
actually available online at any time. There are so-called ongoing intensives where there is a little interactive part if you want to participate in group activities and uh, chats with me, let's say, regarding it. Or you can do any of the intensive, including this one, the one I mentioned, belly rolls and belly flutters at the Young Dance Club, at any time on your own uh, pace. It's still a suggested five-week program with uh, technique drills as well as short daily exercises and extra bonuses such as anatomy lecture on your belly muscles as well as tutorial on yoga-style vacuum, which is not exactly directly applicable to belly dance but kind of related to the topic too. So that as well as... 300 plus other classes are available at the Young Adams Club. You can check it out. This is my teaching platform where I share all my classes and all my courses, including intensives and choreographies. You can also check it out for first seven days for free for new subscribers to see instead of hear me describing it, but see yourself if any of the programs will interest you and how it works for you. And optional, also participate in our group activities one of which brought this subject up and the idea of this podcast. There are possible three basic scenarios in your dance training and in your dance journey. So, one scenario is that you practice, you put time, you dedicate your attention to improve, work hard, and you do see results. That's the ideal scenario for all of us. That's the satisfaction of knowing that you worked hard and now you can reap results and they're visually there and your dance is better and your videos are better and you start loving them and even posting more online somewhere on the internet. But this feeling is really, really cool and very encouraging. I'm pretty sure all of you experienced in some areas and in some moments of your dance journey and you feel like, oh yes, I want to keep going, it's so cool. And we all crave specifically that feeling. So this is scenario number one, kind of I call it ideal because that's the easiest one and uh, not easiest one in terms of not doing the work, but easiest one from a mindset point of view and psychology of training. We work, we see results, we want to keep going and work even more so we can get even further bigger results in the future. Scenario number two is when we do work, but we think that we are not improving and nothing happens. And yes, you did not misheard me. I specifically said we think because in many cases our progress is cumulative but it increases and appears by very, very small chunks. So, we will not see, in many cases, any improvements or changes uh, in our technique or dance day-by-day practice, or sometimes even week-by-week. But if we come back and, let's say, review videos from half a year ago or from two years ago, that's an eye-opening because we do see, oh yeah, it improved. It's kind of the same, I feel, like for parents who may not see how much the child grew in a month because they see him or her every day, but then some 
friends of the family come as a guest for lunch and they are all shocked like oh my god your kid grew up so much and then it's also revealing for parents and they review like oh yeah it actually happened but day by day they may not notice it it's kind of the same as dance technique just because those improvements they become sometimes or actually very often very micron so we don't feel or observe any breakthroughs, but the improvements are happening. And the trick with our mind is that, unfortunately, usually it focuses only on like lacking of something, on negativity of something. So in this case, we kind of don't see much improvements on a daily basis and we think they are not happening. But if we get in and take a look at a bigger picture, that's where the actual results will show up. That's why I put it, we think that there are no improvements. And this is another reason why it's really helpful to video record your progress throughout time. And it's not only about performances videos. I'm talking about like training that you can use immediately to review, oh, where are my mistakes so that I need to focus my attention to. But also if you say them, you can come back later and see, oh yeah, I see improvements. Sometimes the same choreography, if you look or if you work on it for a few months, you record one version of you performing it in the very beginning of your focused uh, training and then a few months after, if you keep working on it, you really record yourself again and you compare and you probably will see significant difference. That's why there are many, many benefits of self-video recording. But of course, there is also a third scenario. Then we practice, but there is no progress, at least visual progress. And that's the most disappointing and the most frustrating scenario when we feel very disappointed, especially when we really, really did the work and put so much time and effort in nailing something, improving something, but it's not happening. It's not getting better. So I'd like to kind of break down the third scenario and what may be happening there and how to kind of push through and overcome and maybe solve this block in certain things. So first of all, be focused in your training and what you're improving. You cannot improve everything at once. Actually, no, it will be improving. There will be micro-improvements, but they will be so small that very often they're almost non-existent. And this is a scenario for many dancers who may be dancing, belly dancing for 10 years, 15 years, and they look at themselves and sometimes other people look at them as like, how can it be like you cannot be a professional teacher, like you still do like so many mistakes or amateur style of performing this or that movement. And this is very often because uh, those dancers, they kind of didn't focus and dedicated specifically their attention on improving and identifying what exactly they need to improve. It just feels like, okay, I'm just dancing, I'm just doing this choreography, that choreography, then I'm jumping on this choreography, so it's kind of dancing, 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 but it's not about improving anything specific. It's kind of like trying to improve everything at once, which usually does not result in anything good, or the improvements are so slow and so minor that it may take forever and this way I will identify as no improvements very often. So be very precise. It's okay not to focus or jump on everything at once. 
figure out even if you're working on specific choreography okay this session at least like you know i know i'm not talking about forever for the year or months period but let's say for one session or for one week you're focusing on improving your hips like and be even more specific than hips your shimmies or maybe even uh, not shimmies but hip accents or maybe this specific little combo which is like five seconds long but you improving that one and you again by improving combo you define what exactly is lacking in this combo in your performance of this combo is it arms more straight or more strong or more fluid or more in transition or less movement and more static or is it hips is it sharpness is it speed is it balance like not hips but also uh, very connected to hips so again you identifying specific points and you're trying to improve them even if it's not in general technique but on the example of choreography you're working on certain choreography but what exactly you're improving and by for instance improving shimmies or accents hip accents in this choreography Obviously, you're also working on your technique, but again, just running dances and choreographies again and again and again, there's very little uh, use. It kind of increases your movement vocabulary, and yes, from this perspective, it's cool, but that doesn't improve your technique unless you dedicate focus and pinpoint, okay, I need to improve that, and then you take this movement and you drill it literally drilling in front of a mirror without mirror but trying to nail that goal is it more smooth or is it more sharp is it faster slower whatever it is for you but having a very specific goal another point when you're working on a certain technique elements remember that sometimes it's not about intensity but it's about time and time very often is a very important ingredient so yes you need to know what you improve you need to know how to improve what exact exercises or what to pay attention to and you actually need to do the work get up and do but very often you also need to give time to your body and here are a couple of examples uh, let's compare actually there are some elements in your dance that you can push uh, on intensity for instance you're working on specific choreography that you need to memorize and polish and this is just specific dance you want to make it as much as bad as possible for specific performance dates let's say you can increase intensity of your training instead of like doing once in a week you may do three four five times per week and every session can be two three hours long if you can manage and you really uh, polish your focus dedicate full attention work hard sweaty uh, making sure you are given all your best in those three hours you see a really great contrast but that's working on choreography you can kind of like increase intensity of your training and it will help you to memorize combos once you memorize combos or sequence of this choreography you're more comfortable with focusing on details you become more free in your arms and your body and it in generally will improve for sure it will get better than before those three hours let's say or in the beginning of the week etc but there are some elements like polishing technique that will not work if you are trying to jam your session like three hour session you're doing and you want to see significant difference for instance you're working on iraqi hair figure eight first of all three hours working with your neck and hair especially if it's not working for you so you're probably not very like this movement is not very common for you yet but working two three hours non-stop on this movement 
it will kill your neck. You will feel really bad health-wise and, what is the worst and the most disappointing, it most likely will not bring you results in your technique that you want. The same another example, which I think will be even more clear what I'm talking about, is working on flexibility and splits. If you will go for three hours working hard on your split, first of all, you will not most likely reach the floor. Or if you reach the floor, I really, really worried about your muscles. You probably did some injured damage and dripped your muscles and tendons there. It should not be like that. You probably quite clearly understand that three hours working on a split is actually not even considered option because it will only damage your health and not improve your technique at all. The same applies actually to some other elements of our technique, like belly uh, rolls or flutters or shimmies. Uh, you can decide, okay, three hours I'm working only with my belly rolls or only I'm trying to, especially this one, uh, lose knee shimmy. Well, if you're not very... Even if you're actually advanced dancer, but you decide three hours to work on your lose knee shimmy, the only thing that you will get at the end is a very locked and stiff shimmy, <laughs> because your legs will counter-react to what you are trying do, to do, to your attempts. So for all those movements, what is actually matters, what really will make a great difference is time. Time, if you add it to your body, if you give yourself time, and consistency. Consistency here is equivalent to timing. But basically what I mean, it's better to practice five minutes per day on Iraqi figure eight, on uh, Egyptian Nishimi, on belly rolls, or even on your splits, five times in five minutes, sorry, five minutes instead of three hours, but do it on a daily basis and then give yourself and your body time. Time is very important and key element in this kind of practice. And this is the frustration moment, because you never know how much time you will need, but time is important. Another important reminder is to not forget about internal progress that is happening, because you need to differentiate between visual improvements and internal improvements. Here I really like uh, the story which I keep telling uh, students and members of the Yana Dance Club again and again about a stone worker. So there is a person who needs to cut a big stone, uh, break it, I would say. I don't know if cutting is the proper term, but to break the stone into pieces. And he hit once, nothing happens. He hit twice, nothing happens. The stone is just big and solid as it was before. He hits ten times, again, literally nothing, not a little crack appears on the stone. He hit 20 times, 30 times, 50 times, and he keeps going, and everyone around him who doesn't know the work and the uh, idea and the concept, they may be laughing at him and thinking, like, what a crazy man. He thinks he can break that huge stone, but the man keeps going, he keeps hitting again and again, and maybe it's 100 times, maybe it's 200 times, 500 times, and then at some point he does 1,000th hit, and the stone just breaks in two pieces, in two solid pieces, just half all the way through. And the question is, was it that 100th hit, the magic one? But he did just the same. And the reality is that what mattered was, was those 999 hits before, which did changes in the stone inside it 
which we did not see. But the man was smart enough to keep going because he knew, yeah, the work is been doing, it is in progress and it is improving and getting towards his goals, it's just happening inside the stone which we don't see any changes. And the same with our technique. Focus also not only on how it looks, how your shimmy looks or how your belly rolls or belly flutters or any other thing how it looks, but focus also on how it feels. Do you feel more confident? Do you feel more relaxed? Do you feel more solid in terms of you know exactly what you're doing? You feel that you engage in correct muscles and yeah, maybe it's very small, maybe it's not even existent movement visual, but you feel the work inside your body. That's important. That's the work inside that stone. Just keep going and once you reach I don't know which number of that hit, maybe 50, maybe 100, maybe 1000, but you will reach it and it breaks and cracks through and gets out of you and will improve and results in visual changes in your technique and in your movements. And with that said, I also want to kind of summarize this little section about breaking down what may be happening with your technique and your progress is always analyze how much you actually did input because we think like oh i danced for so many years like one year or a few months or 10 years maybe oh i've been doing so many work but there are no improvements but be critical how much actually time you dedicated to this specific aspect that you are unhappy to your arms or to your shimmies or to your hip accents or belly rolls whatever it is how much really of this focus daily Maybe short, but daily practice you dedicated. Did you expect it just out of nowhere, just appear suddenly, magically you become a super mega star professional dancer with incredible technique? That doesn't happen like that, unfortunately. I wish to, I know your feelings, but that doesn't happen like that. And even if you started, okay, now it's my goal to improve my belly rolls and you have been working for how long? For one week? For two weeks? three weeks but what about before did you have any actual conditioning for your belly rolls or you just expect miracles in this one two weeks or even if it's one two months still we need time for many things and it means time of consistent practice it does not happen immediate but it's very important ingredient in your practice in your dedicated focused and consistent practice and that's why it's also very handy to kind of journal your technique or your technique or practice sessions because then you can go back and see how much I did actually practice last month. Huh, I actually managed to go only for one or two sessions. That's why this choreography still doesn't look good. Or maybe it was none or just uh, like once uh, months ago, or maybe kind of was uh, every week, but there was no time dedicated specifically to your shimmy. So how do you expect to improve your shimmies if you don't dedicate enough time? And sometimes it's refreshing. It still may be frustrating in terms you may be sad with yourself that you were not disciplined enough or not motivated or focused enough. And that's a different story. But at least it will take frustration out of the question why it doesn't improve. Because it would be clear it does not improve because you don't put enough work into it to actually get it improved. But to finish off our today's uh, episode, I just want to, or I would say my today's monologue <laughs> about this topic, but I just want to summarize with a couple important reminders and uh, um, maybe cues for you. First of all, keep going. Just keep going because 
Too many dancers quit too soon, too early, before they actually reach their goals. You never know how many more sessions you need to do to finally break that stone. Maybe it's 10, 20, maybe 100, or maybe just one or two. And that's the frustration and thrill, because you never know. Maybe just one more session, and finally you will feel this bella flutters. Or maybe just like one more, even one more competition try, and then you'll get to the success, or you will like win it, or whatever your goal is regarding training of specific technique, or in general, like dance goals. But you never know how many more tries you need to do. Yeah, maybe many, maybe hundreds of thousands, or maybe just one and two. Just keep going. Don't quit too soon. Don't quit just before you actually reach your goal. Also, try different approaches. There is a good saying that you cannot expect different results if you do exactly the same actions. Maybe try different, uh, I don't know, training programs, different uh, teachers, sometimes the same subject, but different teacher tells basically the same idea, but in different words or differently presented, and it clicks. Or maybe slightly different approach, a little twist, a change on some exercise, and it may click. So, be consistent with your goal and training, and of course, don't jump from one to another too quickly, dedicate enough time, but if you really, like, worked hard and long enough, and you hit this frustration moment, okay, just change your approach, but still keep going towards the same goals as you had. And also, balance your work and focus. And this is mostly about mindset. Of course, when we are practicing ballet dance, we are not focusing only on, let's say, shimmy, that's my goal. Only one shimmy, and that's it, and that's your ballet dance classes are only about shimmies. Usually, either with teacher or on our own, yes, it's shimmies, but it's also about something else. It's about choreography, it's also about arms or ballet roles or flexibility or something like that. So, balance your focus and training, but also balance your focusing your attention. So, okay, maybe shimmy is still stiff and it does not progress. But does it mean your dance doesn't progress? Is there no improvements in any other element? Maybe your belly rolls became better. Or maybe the choreography you finally memorized it. Or maybe your arms became a little bit more relaxed and less stiff. So, balance your focus for your mindset. Like, okay, something... And there always will be something to keep working and keep improving. But also acknowledge that there are some improvements in other areas. And just balance and get, get your mind satisfied with... Also, let's say, uh, identifying average progress. Again, something doesn't work, but something works. So, means in general, you're progressing and improving, and it just means that some elements need more time and more work from you, but it should not get you disappointed or frustrated in general in your dance progress. So, I wish you good luck in your training. I hope and I inspired you to keep going and practicing a little bit more and giving yourself chance to reach whatever you want to reach in your dance goals and dreams by just showing up for yourself and showing up for training and focusing not only on the results, oh, where is it, where is my shimmy, where is my shimmy, where is my shimmy, or whatever it is, but also focusing on the process too and finding joy in working and being in the process of improving and uh, 
maybe being in that cocoon to become later a butterfly or because the idea or image of stone does not apply <laughs> to you. But also keeping that in mind, that story about your specific technique, not about you in general, but about technique, may be helpful and useful. So, good luck and keep shimming and never stop dancing. That's it for today. I hope you have enjoyed this episode and before you leave, don't forget to screenshot and share it with your friends. The more people get inspired, the better it is for our dance community. Until next time, keep shimming and see you soon! This episode was brought to you by the Yana Dance Club, a meeting place for committed dance enthusiasts of all levels. Most of our members shared that the club helped them to improve consistency in their training, meet new dance friends and discover various topics through hundreds of different tutorials. This is definitely a belly dance training that becomes a lifestyle. Learn more at yanadanceclub.com, link in the show notes or simply visit yanadanceclub.com and try for 7 days for free.